Hello everyone and welcome to Untangled. <laughs> Everyone gets really weird when I do that. <laughs> okay. It's because you did it so quickly so I was like, okay, okay. go uh. again. Hi, my name's Simran and welcome to Untangled, the podcast where we'll take a deep dive into topics to try and gain a better understanding of the world. I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome to Untangle. Today I'm joined by the amazing Alicia. Hi, um, I'm Alicia. I'm currently in school, so I'm year 12 and I'm studying philosophy, which is something that I have a lot of interest in. I currently do singing and um, Simran is pushing me to be an illustrator <laughs> because I do a lot of drawing. You're an, so, she's, so Alicia is um, really, really good at drawing. Um, she posts her stuff and it just gives me joy. And she also did illustrations for one of my friends, his, his company. So um, she was the kind of one of the lead illustrators for that. So that was pretty cool. Um, also, let me just boast about you more. <laughs> <laughs> so Alicia sings as well. She has an account called Alicia Agawal Official. Um, yep. That's and it. you've been doing that consistently for how long? three years yeah so that's, that's <laughs> pretty only... amazing um and so she's been singing doing weekly videos for a year and I think now her account is kind of is kind of popping off a little bit getting more attention yeah <laughs> it's getting more attention I'm, these days it took me three years to finally get a thousand followers <laughs> so yeah now we're finally growing which is fun yeah um so check it out if you have so, time <laughs> follow her I'll put it in the show notes So today we decided that we wanted to talk about conflict avoidance and when to disagree and when do we actually voice our disagreements. Is it a good or bad to disagree and in what circumstances and our own personal challenges with conflict. Disagreeing. Dis- yeah. <laughs> um, what were your thoughts on that? Like how do you feel about this topic? Of- I mean it's like definitely something that is like a daily thing. It's not like this anomaly that might happen once a year like I feel like it's normal to disagree with somebody and their opinions and like I think it's good like I like disagreeing with people like obviously there's some disagreements which are a bit much but I feel like disagreements that shouldn't be classed as like I feel like they have this negative connotation behind them and they don't deserve that because they they can bring a lot of positive things (laughs) yeah I agree with that and like I suppose as you said like it's a daily thing and like so often we disagree with people in our heads um yeah but it's like how often do we say it as opposed to just think it yeah which is it's something that I guess is hard to answer because I don't think I'm consciously aware of when I'm disagreeing with things I feel like I kind of have two situations when I'm disagreeing with somebody like one where it's kind of just like you're just putting your opinion out there and like it doesn't really matter and then one where somebody says something kind of like radically different than what I would think and I'm kind of like just holding myself back from like because well like I feel that a lot of the times when I have a disagreement in my head it's like you think about it after and you like have an argument inside of your inside of your head of like the perfect situation and you like saying what you would have said in that moment yeah, like when you think about it later and I'm like, why do we have that? Like why, when we have disagreements, do we always have like that aftermath because we're too afraid to say it in the moment? So I feel like that's why, like disagreements always have like 
if in more like important situations you disagree with somebody you always think about it afterward like that's when you know something's big yeah you know what I mean I know so you're talking <laughs> about like maybe like an argument or, or something like that and then in the moment yeah you don't always say what you wanted to say and then yeah afterwards you're like rehearsing the conversation in the shower <laughs> like, um, yeah. like but I suppose it could come out of maybe being scared in the moment or not not not, not wanting to say it in the moment but yeah, then, it's like, maybe you didn't have the words to articulate it in the moment yeah exactly it's like so imagine I was having an argument with my brother and yeah. then he asks me to point out one situation where it happened like your brain just short circuits if you know what I mean like you completely forget uh, any other times that it's happened but then immediately after you have like a whole list of points of uh, yeah. things that you could have said yeah so I feel like disagreements always have like that emotive side behind them it's like he's, you're like oh you're so annoying just name me one time when I was annoyed you'll probably <laughs> name a lot I don't think that that would just fall off <laughs> but um or I guess like sense, name me one time where I've stolen your food or something something silly yeah yeah stolen your food okay <laughs> the <other> household drama <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, it's, it's a good point. I think, like, with family and stuff, it's so easy to have a, dis- a disagreement. Like, if I disagree with my brother, I will say it straight away. Like, I won't even hesitate. But I think when it yeah, comes exactly. to just daily interactions in the world, like, say, at work, or maybe you at school with, like, friends even, or maybe friends who you're not as close to, there's a threshold for voicing that disagreement. So with people close to you, it's like, you'll just say it. But when, how often do we voice it with people that we're, like... I guess there's level one, which is like family, you just say it. There's level two, which is like friends. And you might say it if you kind of disagree with them, but you might be a bit more like, I'm going to think about this. It's obviously a great area between like what you say with family. Like there's, it's not really two distinct bits, but I feel like with family, you may not always, I don't know. I feel like with family, you'll disagree on quite futile things. Like I don't normally have intellectual conversations with my family. Yeah. on things that are like important to disagree about like it's normally just about who ate my food <laughs> like food is a big thing in our family yeah. um, but like at school my friends are quite intellectual so we normally disagree on like politics or something that's happening in the media so there's a different there's different types of disagreements say if it's in disagreement in like ideology or like if there's a disagreement in like politics or something like that yeah not as like personal so it's to have that disagreement it's like oh you know you disagree on it but it's fine so in, in yeah. some cases um but say if it was like a disagreement of say values or something a little bit yeah. deeper, then I think that's when it becomes like oh I don't know if I want to voice this and okay, just like, so I have more like, uncomfortable yeah I have an example so a couple this was a couple years back this went on for a while I had this disagreement with a friendship group I was in about being vegetarian Mm -hmm. and they were like you're killing your kids like would you ever raise your kids up like that like they're gonna die when they're born because they're not gonna have any nutrition like they really went in on me and I was like obviously I was the one being like not attacked but I was the one they were coming at yeah but I was very lenient to like say anything back towards them because I don't know with family you kind of have that comfortable sense and you don't really care like there's no boundaries mm-hmm. but with friends like even though they were coming at me I was still scared to say anything back to them okay that's, that's interesting I suppose like, maybe I don't know you were the only one as well like maybe there's no other veggie backup but <laughs> <laughs> but like 
one thing I was, I was just thinking is like, so when is it important to voice something that you disagree with someone on? So say these people, you had views about being vegetarian and you didn't feel like you could voice them, but maybe. Yeah. Is that because you didn't want the conflict or I think one thing I've sort of learned or tried to develop over the years is my ability to disagree in the sense that I'm someone who's very like hates conflict, like very like I just want everyone to yeah. be and like get along. Literally <laughs> <laughs> uh, me. But also like I think obviously like you said at the start, disagreements can actually like birth. <laughs> This is weird phrasing. <laughs> give birth to great things. No, it's true. It's true. Like though. great friendships and like, do you know how they say <laughs> like, oh, like your you, best friend? If you weren't enemies with your best friend, yeah, like you're exactly, not best friend. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's true, but like, it, there's a reason that they say that. It's like people who have different viewpoints can really add a lot of value to each other's lives. Is yeah, how, exactly. Addressing like the when it's important to kind of voice your opinion even when you're disagreeing with somebody I feel like if somebody's hurting somebody by having that opinion and it's like there's kind of no logical thought behind something so if somebody were so take the recent like Black Lives Matter movement if somebody were to be like a white supremacist and say something in line with that kind of way of thinking I would think like they're a danger so then I think it's important yeah so yeah, I think you're right. So it's important to disagree with your friends and in, in say if there's certain values that you, you think you have and then perhaps they don't quite follow those values or, or if they're actually yeah. harmful. So I guess another example is like, say your friend was in a relationship and they're so engrossed in that relationship, they can't see kind of the bad things about it or something like that. I think that's yeah. where a lot of people be like really cautious to disagree in how they disagree with like how they're going about it or... but. I think if you're, well, I would say if you're really good friends and you could, you can have that kind of conversation with that friend, which might be, you yeah. might have a few points on it, or you might be like, yo, like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I really value personally, like my friends calling me out on things. Um, so I think- Yeah, like it means a lot more. You wouldn't disagree with somebody unless you had an emotional attachment towards the idea or the person if you know what I mean yeah I feel like it would have to mean something to you so that's why it has an impact on you I think it, I, I think it's kind of caring showing that you care if you voice that disagreement to someone that you're close to like yeah that shows that you care enough to actually spend that emotional energy telling them why you disagree on something yeah in terms of like I think it takes energy to disagree with someone yeah mm. but I feel like we should be able to disagree with people that we aren't close to like disagreeing doesn't mean that you're like saying there's something bad about them or you're criticizing them like I feel like it just shows that you're taking an interest in them and I feel like if we have that opinion we shouldn't be afraid to voice it but there's something that holds us back like just maybe confidence yeah yeah I think it's just mainly confidence like like you're saying like disagreeing is a muscle like that makes sense you just have to keep using it kind of to get the hang of it like, I definitely used to avoid conflicts, like, even in, like, close relationships. Uh, but yeah. I think when you confront, like, a conflict, it can really bring you closer to that person or... Yeah, definitely. I think it's something that I would assert that we all have to a degree in, in the sense that we avoid conflict and, like, put it off. 
it's just like, you know, when you know there's this thing, this conflict that you have to resolve with someone or, you know, there's that niggling yeah. feeling of like, I don't feel, I'm not cool with this, like with say a friend or someone you're like an intimate relationship, like, oh, I'm not cool with this. But yeah. you put it off, you put it off. And then eventually it comes like bubbling up. And then I think often we're, we're, we're scared like of the conflict, but then once you actually face it, it's like, oh, why was I so scared kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so, so and I feel like uh, just like at uni, I have a friend who I live with and this is like, you know, when you move in with friends, it's that there's an opportunity for there to be conflict there, right? Like, yeah, know, of course, <laughs> so, 24 um, hours a day. Like last year, I moved in with friends and I think the really good thing is I live with two people who are, we're all just very open with each other. Like if we have a problem, we'll just say it and we won't yeah. like, make a big deal out of it. It's just said straight away. Also, I was, th- I was thinking about mechanisms for disagreeing, like methods. Yeah. I think a good tactic is like using humour when it comes to like, oh, why, why did you leave all the lights on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm guilty of. Like, I feel like when criticism is said in like a serious tone or it's like... Yeah, it's so true. I'm, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that was a disagreement. Um, but we communicated it yeah that was good (laughs) I feel like when disagreements are like very serious like somebody is more likely to take it as direct criticism which it is not do you know what I mean yeah exactly it's like not personal it's just like some people the house this way some people like this way it's just like and I mean I say that but I'm so sensitive like (laughs) if somebody disagrees with me I'm like why are you hurting me (laughs) yes yeah yeah I think so when my friends told me that I left teaching on I did feel like a personal like stab in the heart <laughs> <Low play. laughs> but I was like no this is this is true this is fair <laughs> and but then, it's like I was reading this thing and it's it's like when you take it away like you know landmark you probably can't put this in because nobody knows what landmark no, is no no it's fine I'll, I'll explain it so landmark is uh, personal development course which a lot of our family has done some people call it a cult <laughs> I quite like it <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really good we've basically all been through it but um one of the main concepts that they explain is like so, the story that you build yeah and then the actual truth of it mm-hmm. so I feel like like obviously in your situation if I use that so the story that you built is they're hurting you because you've you're the one that hasn't like turned off the heating but the actual fact is the heating being on is just increasing the bill and they're finding a way to solve that do you know what I mean like when you take the fact away from the story that you've created it makes a lot more sense and it takes away the criticism yeah you could you could even abstract that further and just like what happened was my friend said the heating you left the heating on and in my head I'm saying, like, oh, my God, she hates me. <laughs> she's actually saying she wants you to move out. <laughs> that was actually what she was asking you. She wants me to move out. No, I never thought that. Um, she said it in a very funny way. She used humour in that situation, so I didn't feel personally attached. So, and also, she was kind of like, oh, I know, I'm so, like, I'm so picky. And I was like, no. But, yeah, so. No, but, like, that's the best way to do it. Like, you hear of, like, these stories where people are just horrible another person like it's a disagreement like I feel like for a disagreement to actually have a positive impact it needs to be done well like I feel like that's kind of a criteria I don't know there's not a criteria 
<laughs> but there's like you shouldn't be too serious like it should be light-hearted it should be having a positive impact on that person yeah rather than if you're just disagreeing with somebody and being like you eat too much like what's the <laughs> point of that <laughs> like rather give them a course or recommend them something that they can do because that will have a positive impact on their lives rather than just pointing out something about them that they probably already know yeah so giving like disagreeing and giving like a practical tip give them something positive Mm. rather than just get saying a negative trait do you know what i mean yeah. um, I, somebody should take a shot every single time i say do you know what i mean because i've said that a lot of times i i say <laughs> you know quite a bit yeah um, or like just you laughing lol. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i think i think we spoke about like the benefits of disagreeing with like close friends um and in general just like the benefits of it but I think yeah one area where it is really hard to disagree with is like authority figures so not talking yeah. about parents because I, I think everyone's relationship with their parents is different like some people will find it really easy to like just disagree with their parents some people won't but like yeah say, like teachers in your case or like for me definitely in medicine it's so hard to disagree with there's such a hierarchy it's like I'm at the bottom yeah. of the student I could disagree with like Jeez. a junior doctor fine but like say if it was a consultant like you know they're held in like quite a high regard it's quite hard to d- disagree with a consultant say like they didn't communicate with the patient in the right way that you thought was a bit like iffy I wouldn't yeah just, like it's really hard to you wouldn't be able to bring that up. It's like whistleblowing. It goes from disagreeing to like whistleblowing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it becomes a lot more serious. Yeah. So I guess in terms of practicing disagreeing, it's kind of important in like career and stuff. But how have you found, is there any like disagreements you've had with authority figures or? I mean, so we were talking about this the other day and um, I recently got my predicted grades for um, my A-levels. Yeah. Um, one of the grades wasn't something I wanted. So it wasn't really disagreeing. Well, it was. It was disagreeing with the mark that my teachers gave me. And I felt like it didn't illustrate who I was. So I feel like that was a moment when I realised it was important to, to disagree. And like my siblings were like, it's not going to make a difference. And like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're not going to, you're just going to get your teachers to hate you basically by disagreeing. Mm. But I did it. And it was actually like really good because I got my grade moved up to what I wanted. Mm. And I just ended up having a really nice conversation with my teachers and I realized the reason kind of why they made the grade and like her um, explanation like made me feel a lot better. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like you can learn a lot by just bringing up a topic that you're scared to talk about. Yeah, definitely. And it's not as dark and negative as you think it's going to be and it can actually bring something positive and like it made me feel a lot better nice about having that disagreement (laughs) I think because like um when we think about okay oh I I didn't get the predicted grades I I wanted like you're really scared to talk about it and you think you imagine how that conversation is going to go and it's like going to go really badly like what if they don't yeah (laughs) I suppose it's like you said you just have to bring up the topic it's not even like you're saying you're not going in there and saying, oh, I disagree. You're just like, okay, yeah. that you question it. You're just like, well, like, why? Can we have a conversation? Oh, why? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And why? I guess, it, yeah, you could apply that to medicine as well. You wouldn't go up to something like, you did this, but you'd be like, oh, I was just wondering about what happened. Like, how do you deal with that situation? Like when it comes up or, because I mean, the consultant has a lot of stresses and 
like we don't know really what's going on in their life so it again yeah, they're probably not thinking about every like minute. every single detail yeah it's easier to be critical when you're just watching I suppose exactly yeah, so I true. think it's always good to just like ask so having said that like there are there is a massive push now for um like the hierarchy to not be so <laughs> hierarchical. rigid yeah, yeah. Just, just in a push for like people feeling able to speak up if there is something going on because because that's what, what happens when like there's a book called black black box thinking which talks about this like nurses in the notes. like nurses being able to tell to tell doctors um when things are going wrong and and just being um quite receptive to feedback like it's really really important so I say his name our cousin yeah. <laughs> was telling us about this case one time that happened in a hospital and I think it was a junior doctor and he with like he just said about something that was wrong yeah and then like he got his whole license taken away oh wow yeah see that's that's not good <laughs> <laughs> it's <Exactly>. very intellectual <laughs> analysis at that point <laughs> yeah um so yeah there's examples of like people being too afraid to speak up and then a medical error, error occurring so there's a really classical story in medicine um a really well-known story which is used as to cite an example to make a point is like i think it's really long i don't know if i should tell it but no just tell it you can edit it out but i wouldn't so there's a so there's a um, there's a story about when this nurse was too scared. Well, actually, quite a few people were too scared to disagree with these surgeons because they thought they were the experts. So um, there was so there was a lady going in for an operation, really routine, like really quick, easy operation. Unfortunately, yeah. when the lady was going under for when they were her to sleep, they have yeah. to access the airway and put the tube down. So this anaesthetist couldn't get the tube down. Um, and they'd sedated her so she couldn't breathe on her own. Um, so she wasn't getting any air in at this point. And so the tube wasn't going down. And when that happens, there's a set of protocol that you need to follow. Um, so this anaesthetist was just trying to put the tube down, doing different maneuvers to try and get this woman, but he, he just couldn't get the tube down. So he called the ENT surgeon. Uh, and there was three surgeons, three top consultants in their fields. I think two, two anaesthetists and an ENT surgeon. So they were like, they had all the expertise in the world and they were trying to put this tube down this woman's um, airway and she wasn't getting any air for over, I think, 10 minutes. And when they, they were so, so engrossed in trying to get this tube down that they, they completely forgot that when this happens, you're meant, to, you're meant to cut a hole into the neck and that's, the alternative where you can get air in these very emergency situations which they didn't um which they just didn't do and the nurse actually pointed out like five minutes in i have a tracheostomy kit for you guys do you want to use it and they all just ignored her and then she was too scared to speak up again because she thought well these guys are the experts i'm just a nurse and no one yeah exactly up. like people on the periphery could see what was going on like they're failing. This woman hasn't had air for so long and they haven't moved on to the next step of the, the protocol. Um, and then she ended up being severely brain damaged and um, for the rest of her life. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that's an example why speaking up and being disagreeing is really important. Yeah. Um, in, in certain scenarios, especially in medicine where, where there's such a hierarchy. This is like 
small thing, small fun thing to take it off the woman, woman being severely <laughs> brain damaged. So when I was go when I used to go to school, I used to pass a prat on my way to school, and I normally used to get like a coffee from that. And there was like a new woman. I get an oat milk latte, and she got me a turmeric latte with rice milk. That's just a bit stereotypical <laughs> now. <laughs> Literally, I was like. I know I'm Asian, but I'm not that Asian. And then, like, I'd paid for this. Mm-hmm. And there's also, like, there's the rush of London, and, like, you're kind of being, like, the next person's going to the till, and you're like, okay. But, and then I just didn't tell her. Like, I was too scared to disagree with what she'd made. And so then I just went off, and I <laughs> chucked it down the sink. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird, because like my friends have different like protocol <laughs> in these kind of situations yeah, yeah. I because my parents have always been like Alita because I'm I get very nervous <laughs> like I'm quite a nervous person <laughs> but oh. like if something goes wrong I normally won't say anything like if somebody gives me the wrong time I'm like it's fine don't worry like if it's not vegan I just I just won't eat it <laughs> but like my parents have like tried to get me to like tell people I always used to really enunciate my words <laughs> when I got to the till because I was like if they get it wrong I'm going to be really scared and I wouldn't do anything (laughs) yeah yeah like my friends for some reason really freak out (laughs) when one of my friends really like if so for example I I didn't get the change of one of my things I was like oh I'm just gonna go back like she's got this wrong like let me go get my change I was like no Simran it's fine just just leave it (laughs) I was like okay Um, did you leave it no hang on so she didn't get her change back I was like come on man like let's go back she got it wrong yeah just tell them um like she was like five pounds or something but I was like no like you should get your change so I was like let's I just mean, go five back. pounds is a lot like that's like five that's like two yeah. coffees yeah <laughs> so I was like let's go back she's like no 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 it's fine it's fine Simon don't embarrass me please <laughs> I was like, okay like if you were to actually be nice about it like I don't think they would care like nobody has ever cared yeah I mean it comes said something. The, the mechanism of disagreeing <laughs> it's like exactly you know, like humor to do it um and stuff like that you can be like are you being racist by <laughs> like giving me a turmeric latte with rice milk? <laughs> or you can be like, sorry, I think you've gotten me the wrong drink. <laughs> like, it's just, I think it's just the tones. I feel like a tone says a lot about a person. Yeah. Um, and also, so we've talked a lot about disagreeing in terms of uh, people and like social situations. Uh, yeah. In terms of in that kind of thing. But when it comes to like debating and like disagreeing in debates, I think yeah, there's a, a different mindset that we have, I think, because that's when I think it can be bad in some ways to just disagree. I think often when people are like, say, if it's in politics, they'll they yeah. won't listen to what the other person's saying and they'll have their answer already ready, <laughs> ready to disagree with yeah I get what you mean like allow that other person to influence what you're going to say rather than having this like a predetermined opinion that you're not going to change away from so I'm reading a book called rebel ideas like sometimes both can be right it's just that each view is incomplete so for example um there was a really seamless study done and these Japanese and American people looked at the same picture and then they were asked to report back what that picture like showed so they found that the Americans reported there was three fish in the river. They reported there was three fish in a river. And that's what they reported. (laughs) 
the Japanese people, they much more focus on the context, like the greenery surrounding the river and like the waterfall. And it was just interpreted in that America is like quite an individualistic society, whereas like Japan is much more about everyone. It's more, more about like the context. So they just focused on different things. Yeah. In this one picture, which was like pretty crazy because um, like it was always assumed that really basic things like visual perception was the same for, for all humans. Like we perceive the same things. It's just oh, a picture, yeah. right? Like we should all perceive the same things. It's literally the most objective thing. <laughs> You're looking at the same picture, but the fact that like different cultures might perceive that picture in a different way. Yeah. Is like... Yeah, I get what you mean. It's, it's crazy because it's the most basic level of, of thing. And yet there's still a difference in how people see it. So if you take things yeah. on a higher level, it's like, of course, people are going to see it in different ways. And like, yeah. you don't even know how you're seeing it. Um, there's another thing which he says, which is there was fish swimming in the river and some boys say to the fish, how's the water? And then the fish are like, what water? Because they can't even see the context <laughs> and like the bigger picture. Oh. That's so good. Yeah. I was like, where is she going with this? But then that made, that was like perfect. So I, I guess my point is that when we disagree, you don't have to do, disagree with, like, just because you disagree with one aspect of what someone says, there might be value in another aspect of what they're saying. Yeah. And I, I suppose it's like, actually, you could, like, with that story, you can actually see the disagreement as, like, really valuable in that it's kind of like a medic approaching a problem and then an engineer coming in and seeing it in a completely different light and then fixing that problem like within a health system or something. So it's important to be able to understand that different points of view don't have to be negative and that they can help build each other. A lot of the time we're put in this little bubble mm-hmm. or we put ourselves into this little bubble. Which is what I love to of, talk about. <laughs> Whenever you talk to somebody, you're always having that same opinion that you agree with mm-hmm. um, said back to you because you have a group of friends that probably agree with the same opinions that you have. So if you're constantly being told those same opinions, yeah, then you're never disagreeing with anybody. You never have a way to broaden out your knowledge and actually be challenged on anything. Yeah, I feel like that's why people have such, some people can have such radical ideas. Yeah. Like, say a Trump supporter. Like, I feel like if you're a <laughs> Trump supporter, you're probably surrounded by other Trump supporters. And you're constantly being fed, like, um, news that also, you're getting your news probably from a source that correlates with your point of view. So yeah, all the time you're just having your opinion. Also, I challenge that and say that's equally like your view of Trump supporters, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Because yeah. that might not, but like, as in, because I think like even like me and you are probably in um, echo chamber or bubble or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did do it that was the word. That was the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we've we've covered loads, haven't we? So, so I guess in terms of disagreements, it's like because it's there is a lot of energy, like we, we said before, involved in disagreeing we naturally like to just be with people that we agree with because it's just so much easier and like less yeah. energy in the world and like nicer. So I suppose there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just like, as long as you know that, you're literally just reinforcing your own opinion and maybe occasionally try to like seek out other opinions. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's true. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with being understanding of another opinion. I think sometimes people see it as like tra- being a traitor to your side <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Like, why are you even listening to these people? But um, You can still understand somebody's opinion without agreeing to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, so I think overall, we spoke about um, often in life, we disagree with people in our head, but 
we have different thresholds for voicing that disagreement based on whether they're close to us, whether, and also like what, whether they're like an authority position or, and also like we have a different threshold for voicing the disagreement based on what the disagreement is. So if it's something really personal or really like just a little bit awkward, we might think twice about it. But I suppose yeah. we've spoken about the benefits of disagreeing. So like in terms of, you know, in school or in medicine, like really great things can come out of it and like great solutions that help other people um yeah but also there is an activation energy involved in disagreeing so just don't disagree like winnie lily i suppose you choose yeah exactly you choose what choose to situations where it will actually have. have an impact there's a book called the subtle art of not giving an f and the main thing i took away from it was just choose what to give an f about and just don't give an f about anything else <laughs> exactly like don't waste your energy on things that don't need it yeah exactly um and yeah like methods for disagreeing Use a bit of humour. If it's not that deep. Yeah. <laughs> don't deep it too much. <laughs> Ditch the serious tone. You don't want to be a Karen. Just be nice to people. <laughs> also, just like, you don't have to directly disagree. It's just like bringing up a topic can be a really fruitful way to have a discussion. Yeah, exactly. Which is what, which is what you did in school. Different viewpoints can bring something to the table. So you don't necessarily need to disagree. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I suppose, what are the take-home messages then? Do you have any? What have you taken from? What are the what? Um, your example of your friend, that kind of resonated with me because that was definitely what I used to be like. What? Being very afraid to disagree with somebody. Like being, don't embarrass me. Mom, no, 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 no. Mom, don't do it. Don't, yeah. don't tell the person okay. that they've gotten my order wrong. Yeah. But I'm like, when you see somebody else doing what you've done, it mm -hmm. kind of takes you out of it. Oh, like, okay. although I don't do it anymore, I understand that before something that I used to get very upset about. Yeah. Literally is not important. <laughs> nice. Like how futile it is. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. like how rational it would be to just go back and change yeah. it. Like it makes more sense. Yeah. You can see it from a third side perspective now. Exactly. Maybe that's a good technique. Just take yourself out of the situation. Imagine if um, you were, if that were happening to somebody else. Like you were just watching, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Good tip. Just like, Take yourself out of the situation and watch someone else do it. Yeah. As soon as you make the detachment, then it will make sense. You just need <laughs> someone else to tell you a story about a person that's similar to you. And then you'll be like, yeah. oh, that's me. And then you'll be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool, I like that. Do you have any um, insights or jokes you want to end on? I'm quite a sensitive person. So this is something I definitely resonate with. And it's just like, try not to take things so personally and take yourself outside of that. And don't always be wounded by every disagreement you'll have because that will just bring so much negativity into your life that you don't need. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. <laughs> I like it. Thanks, Alicia. Um, it was amazing to have you on. Bye, everyone. I hope you have a great week. Um, choose what to give an F about. Disagree when it's important. If not, then just have a good time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>